Educate for Life on AM 1170. The answer is sponsored by EducateForLife.org. This is Educate for Life with Kevin Conover on AM 1170, The Answer. Educate for Life, a look at current events from today's headlines and how they affect you. What you believe shapes your worldview and your ultimate destiny. Learn more now at educateforlife.com. Now in studio, here is your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time and bring your shame. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer, in San Diego, every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. You can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. My website is educateforlife.org. Now, our show is live tonight, and you can call in if you have any questions at 888-344-1170. I have two very special guests with me this evening. Julie Dowler and Heidi Cessna from CAPS. Now, CAPS stands for College Area Pregnancy Services, and their organization helps women who have suffered from an abortion and also helps women seek out alternatives to abortion. And I just want to tell you a little bit about them before I um, introduce or before I invite them on and and, uh, have them share with us about what they do. Uh, Julie started with College Area Pregnancy Services, CAPS, as a financial supporter and prayer partner with two of the founders of CAPS in 1998. So she's been here since the beginning of the founding of the organization. She became a volunteer pregnancy counselor and also headed the post-abortion healing program when the center opened in 2000. Now, she was hired as the second employee in the role of client services manager, and she became the program director in 2004, and and currently she directs CAPS. She was promoted to the position of executive director in 2008, and she has served on the advisory for the Association for Life in San Diego and Imperial Counties, and she represents CAPS at the state level also with the California Coalition of Pregnancy Clinics and Californians for Life. Julie, I just wanted to thank you for being on the show and and um, glad you're here. Thank you, Kevin. Great to be here. Absolutely. Our second guest is Heidi Cessna, and she's the nurse manager for CAPS. She's a registered nurse with a BS in nursing. She started her nursing career at Scripps Hospital in La Jolla working as an RN. And during this time, she started volunteering as a receptionist at CAPS, and God developed in her a passion for women's health. She was hired at Sharp Grossmont, Host- Grossmont Labor and Delivery and has been there since 2005. And, and Heidi, I, I know personally also, she's a really uh, close friend of my family, very good friend of my wife. She was the maid of honor at our wedding, and so it's a blessing to have her here. Heidi, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, thanks, Kevin. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to talk about tonight about what CAPS has to offer. They're located right here in San Diego County, um, and uh, these women have a lot of wisdom to share through their experiences of, of what it's like to help somebody who's considering abortion or has been through an abortion. And so I'm um, just very excited to have them on. I'd like to start off, um, Julie, by asking you, um, what motivated you to get involved with CAPS and how did that develop, uh, you know, over time? Well, in uh, 1998, I got a letter in the mail from Concerned Women for America and they said that they were opening a clinic. I had no idea, or a center. I had no idea that there was even such a thing that existed. And when I first um, saw that letter, I just thought, this is something I would really love to get involved in. And when I saw the type of organization that it was, that um, they wanted to help women at the in the emotional um, part of facing an unplanned pregnancy, 
uh, I just thought this is the answer. This is the answer to helping women not to turn to abortion. And so that's how I got started as a volunteer first. That's fantastic. Now, CAPS uh, is not the kind of organization that actually goes out and like pickets abortion clinics. They're they're more there to emotionally help the women. Absolutely. Okay. And then Heidi, same question for you. Um, What was the motivator for you? Uh, And we talked a little bit about this before the show, but what was the motivator for you to get involved with CAPS? Actually, it was Marissa and my great friends had told me about the organization. Um, at that point, I was kind of looking for a ministry to get involved in. And I called um, the team at the time and just um, loved the people I connected with and just loved the ministry. And God just really developed a passion in me for women's health. And um, from then, that's when I went on to become a labor and delivery nurse and um, further develop those skills that I could bring to CAPS. And have loved my time ever since. It's a great team. That's fantastic. Now, where is CAPS? Where are the these pregnancy centers located? If there's, if we have people in the audience who are listening, and um, this is something I know that there are there are many people uh, who have suffered from an abortion. Uh, it has uh, my understanding is it has long term uh, emotional impact, and they've also um, there may be women in our audience or people who know women who are considering having an abortion. And where are your centers located? Where can they go if they if they want help. We're in the college area and Pacific Beach. Okay. And uh, right around SDSU? Yes. Okay. And and my understanding is the one in SDSU is the one that's been there the longest. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Since 2000. Uh-huh. Okay. Fantastic. And can you expand a little bit um, on what it is exactly that CAPS, what's the process like? If, if uh, let's say a, a young woman walks into a CAPS center, what, what is she going to experience when she walks in there? She's in a very loving environment, very confidential environment. She'll talk to a lead counselor for a little bit. He'll get to know her, um, finds out her situation, if she's, um, what she's struggling with, um, her relationship issues, just what's kind of going on in her life and what's brought her to CAPS. Um, then the counselor will talk to the nurse and the um, patient will then go to the nurse and get a free pregnancy test, um, free options counseling on all of her options. Um the nurse will help answer any questions she has about um, prenatal care, abortion, finding a good doctor, insurance, uh, which help her meet her challenges. Uh, we find that most women don't want to have an abortion. They're, they may be more against abortion, but when it comes to their situation and their body and their predicament, their their minds kind of change as they're in a little bit more of a crisis mentality. Um, the nurses are really good at just helping them just kind of de-stress mentally and just break down the issues and um we provide resources as to how we can help them at each of those spots and um, just help them to take it one day at a time and to find their strengths and their hopes and offer them a lot of support. That's fantastic. Um, we also do free ultrasounds. So um, they're able to verify the baby's in the right spot in the uterus, um, measure the baby so she knows how far along she is. Now, does that cost money that doing the ultrasound or anything? No, all of our services are free. Yes. That's great. And the ultrasound really helps her to take a look at the baby and see the baby in there. Right, right. Yeah. I put a post on Facebook recently. Uh, One of the youngest preemies was um, Madeline Mann. She was born. uh, Have you heard of I don't know if you've heard Mm -hmm. of her. Yeah. She was born, I believe, at 27 weeks, weighed 9.9 ounces. And I looked up that what 9.9 ounces is, and I couldn't, I almost couldn't believe it. Uh, It's less than the size of a Starbucks coffee. A tall Starbucks coffee is 12 ounces. So this little baby was born 9.9 ounces, and today she's an honor student uh, in college. And uh, gosh, that's just Amazing incredible. Story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so 
what what are the thoughts running through um, a young woman's mind as she's she finds out she's pregnant and she's looking at the situation and and uh, what's going through her mind? What kind of questions does she ask you when when she walks into that abortion clinic? Uh, what are the struggles she's dealing with that we that we can sympathize or you know uh, have some sympathy for that that woman? Yeah, well, many of the girls that come see us are replacing unplanned pregnancies. So this is very much a shock and surprise to them, and um, they're very very broken and very overwhelmed. Um, they come with questions like, what are my options? How much time do I have? When do I have to make a decision by, uh, how can you help me? Is, is the baby viable? You know, is there, is there, or maybe am I having a miscarriage? Yeah. Uh, so we're happy to answer any medical questions they have as well as support them emotionally and provide resources for them. So, um, a lot of broken people coming to our clinic, but, um, we just help we're not to judge them at all, you know, as we all are, none of us are without sin ourselves and, um, just to love them where they're at and give them hope and a good um, place to just talk and share their thoughts and feelings and um, just help them step by step to to make yeah. a good decision for them and the life inside of them. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people would be in a situation where they kind of feel boxed in like uh, they they you know, I hear constantly that if if you get rid of abortion, the uh, the option to have an abortion, what you're doing is you're essentially ruining a girl's life. You're making it so she has no options. She's not going to be able to go to college. She's going to have to drop out of school. She's going to lose a potential relationship with somebody. And so uh, th- I'm sure that's just overwhelming, the trauma uh, just mentally of dealing with that. Um, what would you say to somebody who, who says, uh, this is going to ruin my life? I can't, I, I can't go through with this. Um, I have to have an abortion. Uh, what kind of a, uh, comfort or counsel would you give to that, that young woman? Most of them really don't know the resources that are out there for them and all the pressures that are coming in on them. They, um, they're just feeling so overwhelmed. So it really is talking it through with them, having an ear, someone to listen, and um, just giving them the resources that are out there. And it really helps them once they see that there's help. A lot of times that takes away all of those pressures. Well, that's great. And I think that is uh, so true. I, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you, you feel that kind of pressure um, because that's a situation you're in, um, this organization exists for you. I mean, they exist for your situation. Uh, they love you. God loves you. And uh, we're here to offer hope. We're going to continue this discussion when we come back. We're coming up on a break here. So stay with us. We still have lots more uh, good information to share with you and to encourage you. What do leading local restaurants have in common? They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. 
Add historic American beauty to your home today with genuine Amish furniture. It's built in the USA from solid cherry wood with a bourbon finish. Or choose alternative woods and finishes to accent your home's decor. You'll find it all at Tucker's Valley Furniture. For over 65 years, the Tucker family has served San Diego County. Still family-owned, Cash and Carry and Tucker's Valley Furniture. Two stores, both right across the street at Main and Mollison in El Cajon. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. The answer. for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. You can stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. And my website's educateforlife.org. If you'd like uh, tomorrow, there should be a recording up on my site of this show. And, uh, you know, I encourage you to tune in. It's also on iTunes. We, we podcast all the shows. Fantastic. I have uh, two wonderful guests in, my, uh, in, the, in the studio here today with me. Uh, Julie Dowler and Heidi Cessna of CAPS. Now, um, CAPS, again, stands for College Area Pregnancy Services. That's because it was started in the college area. And they, what they do is they offer alternatives to abortion. Um, if you're somebody who's out there who knows somebody who's potentially considering an abortion, um, I encourage you to go to capsonline.org. It's a great place um, before you head into the into their offices to see what it's all about. They're here to help and encourage and provide people with all the options they have available rather than just being locked into, I have to get an abortion, I have no choice, this is my only option. They want to expose you to all the options. And they don't use guilt or manipulation or anything like that. They're not there to condemn you. They're there to love you and encourage you and help you. And all their services are completely free. Uh, Fantastic. Now, if you really love this ministry and you love what you're hearing, I also want to encourage you that um, they need support because they are a nonprofit and they don't charge for their services, you can go to friendsofcaps.org where you can donate or you can sign up to be a volunteer and get involved in their, uh, in their ministry and their organization to help uh, people avoid abortion. Uh, Julie and uh, Heidi, thank you so much again for being on the show. I wanted to ask you, you know, sometimes I'll hear people say, if you oppose abortion, you're engaging in a war on women. And it's kind of a provocative uh, thing to say, you know, and I and I always feel like, how is that a war on women? Um, how would you respond to somebody who who says that? I mean, you're not waging a war on women. You're that's not your heart at all. No, not at all. We want to help women. We love them. Um, we want to give them all of their choices, because um, as you had talked about, often they believe that's their only choice. And so they really need to know that there's options, there's hope. And that's what they need most. They need hope. And that's what we like to, to uh, help them to find. Absolutely. The women that come see us, too, are just are so amazed by what the services we provide for absolute free. And they fill out a little exit survey every time they leave. And they're filled with compliments. And just they loved our experience, experience there. They share it with their friends. The word war on women couldn't be more opposite from the truth from what we do at CAPS. Just um, We just love on them and listen to them and... Um, just validate them, encourage them. So the word war is completely opposite from what we do. That's fantastic. Now, what are, um, 
so can you, without mentioning names or anything, can you share any of the, the testimonies or stories of maybe people that have come in uh, completely down and out um, that have engaged your organization and uh, just had a complete turnaround? What, what, uh, can, is there any memorable stories you can share with uh, people that have come in? Yeah, actually at our Pacific Beach cl- Clinic last week, I met with a girl who's been to our clinic a couple times before. Um, she had had a previous abortion and had a really bad experience with that. Um, she actually was tearing up as she was telling me her story in our clinic and definitely did not want to go through that procedure again. Um, but this poor young girl is in a, is in a financial difficult situation. Um, her and her boyfriend are, are thinking about getting married. She's trying to get through school. So the alternative of parenting is also a very challenging option for her. So she, we just had a good conversation and, and um, kind of just discussed the pros and cons there and um, had an ultrasound. She's about seven weeks pregnant. She saw that little be- beating heart in her body and, you know, it will be challenging to her to, um, to have a pregnancy, but she can do it and she's going to get through it. And um, so many women, they don't regret the having the baby. I've, I've never, met, never met anyone who said they regret having their child, but I've met many, many women who say the opposite, that they regret having an abortion and we're there for those women too. But, um, that's, yeah. that is a powerful statement. I, I really like the way you phrase that. I've never met anybody that regretted having their child, but I've met many women that have regretted having their abortion. Right. That, that is a, that is a powerful statement. I'm going to write that down. Um, <laughs> now you, you mentioned here when you were sharing that testimony, you mentioned that, uh, she, she had had an abortion, but it was such a bad experience. She didn't want to go through that again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of girls out there who are thinking, what, what is the bad experience that, that, uh, you know, a lot of people probably aren't even aware that, that there are consequences to having that, uh, the abortion. I've read some unusual things, which I, I don't completely understand. I've actually heard that women who have an abortion for some reason actually even have a um, higher rate of breast cancer, uh, some studies that have come out, but when you referred to that in that story, what kind of bad bad experiences are you referring to? Mm-hmm. In her case, she took the um, abortion pill, the the pill procedure, the RU forty six, which um, in that procedure, it um, the first set of pills is a hormone that depletes your the progesterone, so the baby's not able to get any more nutrients from the mom, and it's not able to grow anymore. And then a few days later, she's um, it kind of puts your body into an art, a little mini labor. We're kind of in your, your home, you um, start to contract and bleed and um, you pass the, the baby or the tissue um, into the toilet or wherever she is. That can just be very, very emotionally traumatic for women. They're not in a medical facility. They're not with medical professionals. They're kind of on their own or with um, some family that um, and it's it's very, very traumatic. And they have to see what comes out and, and kind of deal with that. But depending on how big it is, it can be very emotional for her. And they don't know what to do with it when it comes out. And so this is this particular situation, this girl that I was speaking about last week, and she did not want to do that again. So the pills are, are difficult for that way. And the other option is having a surgical abortion. And that's that's a surgical procedure. You know, that's a very unnatural process in itself. And um, if studies show that if you have two or more surgical abortions, it increases your chance for a miscarriage in the future. So maybe down the road when she is ready to have a baby, has more more things together, she um, has a higher chance of then miscarrying, which can create problems for her future fertility and future life. Um, which- now, are these things that uh, if a girl goes into an abortion clinic, are these things that the doctor there is required to make that girl aware of? Or is that is that something that they don't? Do you know if that's something that's required? <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know if they, how much detail they go into. I'm sure they sign consent forms. But, yeah, I, I probably can't speak to the abortion clinic and what they what they tell the women. I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually read quite a bit on this. And uh, my understanding is that the ACLU was fighting for the right for doctors not to have informed consent, uh, that the doctors didn't have to inform their patients about the potential dangers. And uh, obviously there's a lot of money in abortion. And so sometimes uh, that ulterior motive causes people to do things that are less than ethical or less than honest. And so, um, again, I just want to encourage people, um, you know, make an informed decision. Um, don't just go out and do that. And that's what CAPS is here is, is to offer you um, the other side of the coin, the alternative, and to help you examine your options. My guests are Heidi Cessna and Julie Dowler, and um, we will be right back to continue discussing this. In a kingdom that the eye can't see, we're a house we are the bride, where God's spirit lives inside, and nothing ever can stand against us. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Wake up, America. Diets don't work. Two-thirds of us are overweight or obese, and most of us have dutifully dieted our way there. Research indicates the average woman spends 17 years of her life on a diet. Stop dieting. You can lose weight permanently. Thousands already have. Call now for a free DVD. Your body is a divine miracle. Activate the miracle and lose weight permanently with healing foods. Call the Smart Food Club at 888-787-8188. This is AM 1170, The Answer. Sometimes your calling comes in dream. Sometimes it comes in the spirit's breeze. Yeah, you reach for the deepest. of eternity But I'm a man of dust and stains Thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. Hey, if you like this intro music, this bumper music we're using, this is a band called Down Here, and uh, they are phenomenal. I was turned on to them by a good professor of mine, uh, Clay Jones, and uh, they just sing some just really touching, spiritually, uh, theologically uh, accurate songs. You know, God loves people, and the reason that God is opposed to abortion is because he loves everybody. It doesn't matter how big a person is, how little a person is. It doesn't matter what color they are. He loves everybody. And the Bible very specifically says that we are made in the image of God. And that's what sets us apart from, from animals, according to God, is that we have the capacity to think, to make choices, to be moral. Um, and this is part of what it means to be made in the image of God. And, and every person on earth is 
is God's child. And he does not want any person um, to die. He, he, he is opposed to murder. He's opposed to killing. Um, he's opposed to the pain and suffering that comes uh, from, from having an abortion. And what he wants is to see people blessed. Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. And so um, Jesus said, I did not come into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world in John three seventeen. And so Christ is for you. He's not against you. And uh, he's here to bless you, to heal you and restore you. And that kind of takes us, segues us here into our, in the next part of our discussion here with uh, Julie Dowler and Heidi Cessna of CAPS. By the way, if you want to visit CAPS, um, they have all kinds of fantastic information, capsonline.org. If you need help, if you want to volunteer, friendsofcaps.org is a great place to look into that. Now, um, CAPS not only gives alternatives to abortion for people, all free, by the way, ultrasounds and everything, but they also provide what's called their PACE program, which is there to help people recover from the potential trauma or emotional difficulties that a woman faces after she's gone through abortion. Uh, so, uh, Julie, Heidi, um, can you share a little bit more about the PACE program? Yes. Um, I think studies show now that about one out of every four women and Glenn Coast approaching one out of every three women um, have had an abortion. Um, these are women in our churches, women in the supermarkets, women everywhere you're going to meet, um, all, that's, all that's, walks of life. That was my question I was going to ask you. Is that when you say one out of four, one out of three, that's both in the church and outside the church? I believe so. Is that right, Julie? Yes. Okay. Both in and out. Um, yeah, after having the abortion, many women experience things like regret, guilt, problems sleeping, almost puts them into depression at some times, um, relationship problems. Many times if they're kind of pressured by their boyfriend or other support people to have the abortion, they um, then struggle with relationships with that. We see that frequently at CAPS. And um, so we're just there to help talk about what these issues with these women and um, our PACE po- program, post-abortion counseling and education um, meets with small groups with um, our, our lay counselors have previously each had an abortion themselves so they can each kind of share personal testimony and, and listen to these women and um, just provide a lot of healing and, and forgiveness and a loving atmosphere to help them um, get through this and, and share their experience and get rid of the shame. Um, we know the enemy thrives on shame and depression and wanting us to keep staying in the pit, you know. And through counseling and through meeting with a CAPS member, it really helps lift that and alleviate them and just help them find the freedom and forgiveness that God wants us to have. That is fantastic. Yeah, I know. um, I mean, I know people personally who for years and years and years uh, would not talk about the abortion they had. And it just haunted them. It was something that just was was there in the background all the time. And uh, this is really what the devil wants. He wants people to be isolated from others to have this guilt and shame that drags them down and it it makes them go I'm not worthy to go to church I'm not worthy to worship I'm not worthy to serve in the in a ministry and they just have this overwhelming burden and yet the bible's very clear confess your sins to one another that you may be healed mm-hmm. and it's when we when we get together and forgive one another right the bible says uh forgive as Christ forgave you um it, he who shows mercy will be shown mercy mm-hmm. and so uh, that that is really amazing how the the leaders of those groups themselves have had an abortion, so they're going to know exactly where these women are coming from. Mm-hmm. And we should bring up too that we also serve men with the PACE program, with the other 
side of our ministry as well. But um, we do have male counselors that actually have had that in their past as well. And they do a, a program with the, with the men. That is, that's great. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point. Uh, we don't want to leave the guys out of this. Obviously there are some guys who uh, maybe their, um, their partner or, or, you know, the baby was potentially aborted even without their say in it. Mm-hmm. Um, d- that happens sometimes, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, so that, that's a difficult situation also. Uh, well, th- this has been great so far, and um, we still have two more segments. We're going to continue to talk about this and, with uh, Heidi and Julie of CAPS. And uh, if you're interested in CAPS, please check it out, capsonline.org or friendsofcaps.org. Uh, it's a fantastic ministry and a great way to see that you can make a tangible difference in people's lives on a regular basis, these people that are coming in for help. We'll be right back. And love and history are near The flowers that you make The flowers that you make In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. AM 1170theanswer.com. Hear us anywhere in San Diego and the world. AM 1170theanswer. If they shut down the churches, where would you go? They melted all the stained glass windows Replaced every sanctuary with a condo Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. You can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. My website is educateforlife.org. And you know, my profession is I'm an apologetic. I'm a Christian apologist. That's what I do. I teach this in high school. I I teach an online college class. I I speak on this. I just was speaking this morning at a local church. And apologetics comes from the Greek word apologia. It means to give a defense. The word apologize comes from that. And originally, when you made an apology, what you were doing was making a defense of your actions. It wasn't the same as saying sorry. It was actually saying this is why I did this. And so when I when I say I'm an apologist, in regards to abortion, you know, I have classes online on abortion. And, you know, when you're dealing with a girl who's, 
uh, pregnant and is struggling financially and and her boyfriend's pressuring her to get an abortion. Um, that's not the time to come up, you know, necessarily to give her an intellectual argument against abortion. But on the other hand, when it has to do with policy and we're debating these things uh, with the government or, or what we should vote for and should abortion be legal and these sorts of things, this is when apologetics is important. And it's it's helping to understand logically why God is opposed to abortion. So I wanted to give you a quick acronym here before um, we're going to talk uh, more with Julie and Heidi uh, from CAPS. But I got this from Kokel, Greg Kokel. Uh, he uses an acronym called SLED. Have you guys heard of this, Julie, Heidi? Yeah, SLED. So uh, do you want to you want to share SLED with us, uh, Julie? Go ahead. Go I, ahead. Okay. You sound very educated so, about it. <laughs> so, so SLED stands, the first one is size. Okay. And, and what this means is that our size doesn't determine our value, right? If you have a, a small girl, uh, you know, I'm thinking of some of my high school students. There's some girls in the classroom. They're very tiny. But then we'll have these huge football players, right? And we don't say, well... The football player is worth a lot more just because look how big he is. The little girl is not worth much, right? So our value is not dependent upon our size. And then the second one is level of development. And we don't say, okay, so we've got a little six-year-old boy. He's less developed than a 25-year-old man. And therefore, the 25-year-old man is worth more than the little six-year-old boy. I mean, that's silly. We don't base value on how far along a person is in the development process. And that's why we can't say that because a baby's in the womb, it's, uh, you know, and it's, it's at this particular stage, right? Let's just at conception, a zygote, right? That doesn't all of a sudden become less valuable simply because it's at a lower stage of development. Right. And we got to be careful about that because, uh, and I'm not, I I don't want to use extreme examples, but Hitler based people's value on what they could extrinsically give him. So, for example, if you were not contributing to society, he would say, you're not valuable. And so he would judge a person's worth specifically upon what they did for him. You see, and if you don't believe a person has intrinsic value, meaning they're valuable because God made them, then all you have is what's called extrinsic value. And that is, do you satisfy me? Because if you don't satisfy me, then you're not valuable. And see, God doesn't look at people that way. He says, you're valuable to me regardless of what you do. You're valuable to me because of who you who you are, not what you do, right? And and that's how we treat our kids. I don't say, son, you got all A's, now I like you, right? <laughs> uh, my little boy, he's eight years old. You know, I love him no matter what. Whether he's ill-behaved or well-behaved, I love him. Why? Because he's intrinsically valuable to me. He is my son. Um, the, the third one is environment. It stands, so it's SLED, S-L-E, environment. We don't value a person based on where they're at, right? If person's in Mexico or they're in New Jersey or they're in, uh, you know, another country, wherever, their value isn't determined by where they are. Again, it's, de- it's determined by who they are. And this is a great one for uh, Madeline Mann. It's interesting. She was born a preemie, 27, years old, 27 weeks old. Now, if she was a preemie who had stayed in the womb, according to the U.S. abortion laws, you could murder her. But as soon as that preemie came out of the womb, all of a sudden, you can't murder her. Now, this is value based on location. Now, how is it that eight inches down a birth canal all of a sudden changes me from being able to be murdered versus not murdered? Logically, that just makes no sense. And our laws are very inconsistent. The last one is degree, degree of dependency. And that is, some people will say, well, it still needs its mother to survive. It, it, 
can't survive on its own. You know, I have a little a three-year-old girl. You know, if I if I told her, okay, it's time to move out, honey, go enjoy her, she would not survive, right? But that's silly to say that because somebody else is dependent upon another person for their survival that all of a sudden they become worthless. Um, and, you know, we'd have to say that about somebody who needs insulin because they need insulin. They're all of a sudden they have less value. So that's silly. So for anybody out there who's listening, SLED is a great acronym to help somebody logically understand a great concise argument against abortion. Um, Julie, I wanted to ask you, what's the news on abortion in California? What's what's happening uh, currently from your perspective uh, as the director here? Well, currently there's a bill um, that has already passed through the assembly. It's an assembly bill, AB 775. And essentially this bill would uh, force pregnancy centers that um, offer alternatives to abortion force us to give a referral for a free or low-cost abortion. So it's a, a phone number that we'd be forced to give to, to women um, and a, telling them that they could get that. And so That's like walking into In-N-Out and they, the government tells them, you have to give a free coupon to go to McDonald's. Yes. What? yes. Un- unbelievable. Yes. How, how do they justify that? Where's that coming from? Well, there's all kinds of justifications. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I've listened to all the hearings and, and it's been um, pretty amazing to hear. It really is based on a belief that um, abortion should be accessible to anyone at any time in any situation. And, and there's an immediacy to it. They, uh, the, those that are pushing the bill through want all um, organizations to be offering abortion. Wow, that's just unbelievable. I, and, you know, I and I for all you listening out there who um, who believe in freedom, you know, our society is its freedoms are eroding. The government is is getting more and more involved in everything we do, and trying to coerce people into doing things that are against their will. Uh, and this is not a good direction for the country, and that includes the issue of abortion. Um, my guests here today are Julie Dowler and Heidi Cessna, and we have one more segment left. We're going to continue to talk a little bit more about this. I very much encourage you to get involved with their ministry. It's, a, it's incredible and uh, is changing lives every day, rescuing people. And that's capsonline.org and friendsofcaps.org. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Wake up, America. Two-thirds of us are overweight or obese, and it's not your fault. End the guilt, frustration, and pain. Stop dieting, starving, and depriving yourself. Free yourself from the bondage of feeling trapped in your body. Forgive yourself. Achieve permanent weight loss with healing foods. You can love food again. You can lose weight permanently. Thousands already have. Call now for a free DVD. Your body is a divine miracle. Learn how to activate the miracle. Call the Smart Food Club at 888-787-8188. 
Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at ExpressFixCoffee.com. Look no further. We have the answer. AM 1170. The answer. From the corner of my eye, there's a tear I'm trying to cry. But the feeling can't be found. Like a note thrills in a song. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. Hey, if you like the bumper music again, I just want to uh, promote this band. They're a fantastic uh, band down here. You can check them out on YouTube. Um, we're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego, and you can stream this show on am1170theanswer.com worldwide, all over the place. So my website is educateforlife.org, and I'm here with Heidi Cessna and Julie Dowler of CAPS, uh, two amazing people, and uh, with lots of wisdom and uh, good advice regarding the issue of abortion. And we were just talking about how, in California at least, there is... Uh, a bill that they're trying to pass that essentially requires uh, pregnancy clinics, alternative uh, to abortion, to give out uh, coupons or or put a poster in their office that refers people to an abortion clinic. And it's amazing because abortion clinics aren't required to do the same for the pregnancy clinics. Uh, it's just uh, pure coercion. It's it's essentially tyranny. Uh, it, it's it's unbelievable to me. Um, but California is ultra-liberal. Liberal. There is good news in other states. Uh, there's a lot of headway being made in other states um, uh, helping abortion go away. In Texas, they're doing all kinds of great things. I believe, um, if I understood correctly, there's around somewhere, I, I don't want to quote it directly, uh, but there's a lot fewer abortion clinics than there used to be, which is good news. In Mississippi, same thing. I just heard recently, and if uh, anybody wants to call in and correct me, I believe there's no more abortion clinics in Mississippi is my understanding. Um, our number is 888-344-1170. Feel free to call in. Um, so, again, I wanted to, Heidi and, and Julie, so th- there's a person out there right now, and they're trying to convince somebody to at least consider caps, right? What do they say to that person who is, you know, whatever, 16, 17, 25? What do they say to them to to get them to walk in your door? What do you think? I think the first thing is to help them to calm down. And that's that's really helpful to have someone else that knows. And uh, when they can be calm and start to talk through things and then just know that there is a, a... place where they can go, where they're not going to be forced to do one thing or another, that they can really just sit and talk through their options um, and get good education and ha- talk to a nurse. And that's, that's what CAPS does. Okay. And uh, Heidi, did you want to, is there any, any other thoughts you have for that? I was just gonna say, it couldn't hurt. You know, we do, we do get some referrals from church counselors that 
have the girls come to speak to us. And yeah, it couldn't hurt. You know, it's just a place to get all your information. Your three choices at this point are parenting, adoption, and abortion. And we provide educational information on all three of those. So it's good just to, and the ultrasound too to confirm the life, you know, and just to see what's going on in her body. Everyone's different. She may have an unusual circumstance or just something that the nurse can share with her to really give her a good piece of advice. Yeah. So it's just a good, great starting place to go. Our specialty is first trimester pregnancy. So just for her to know all of her options in a calm and loving environment and just to be encouraged to take it one step at a time. You don't have to rush into an abortion. You don't have to rush into any decision, but um, you can't have an abortion throughout a lot of your pregnancy. You know, there's not a strict cutoff here in California. So just let them know that they're taking their time, talk to their support people, really get informed and really consider all three of those options, especially, of course, considering parenting and adoption and just um, allow themselves to take a deep breath and, and let um, family and support and God do some work in the meantime. Fantastic. Um, I also want to recommend uh, to our listeners, there's a fantastic movie put out by Ray Comfort called um, 180. And um, I don't know, Julie Heidi, if you've, if you've heard of this, but it is fantastic. And it's just a very compelling case for um, the argument against abortion. And he does it in a, in a really creative way. Uh, it's not, it's not graphic in the sense that it's not there to, uh, gross you out or or make you fear uh he just really helps you think it through and it's only 30 minutes long it's online it's free check it out it's 180 uh 180movie.com i believe it is it's also on youtube and uh by the way i am interviewing ray comfort next sunday on the new movie he just uh came out with called audacity uh and in it the main focus of the movie is on understanding uh whether a heterosexual can change to homosexual or a homosexual can change to heterosexual and a fantastic movie. I'll be interviewing him next Sunday. If you want to tune in and listen to that, you know, I wanted to um, make sure I got this in. You'll hear a lot of people say, well, you know, um, it's not alive. What, what's in your womb, it's a blob of tissue. It's a fetus. It's not alive. And I just wanted to encourage you that um, scientifically, that's just not the, that's just not the case. Uh, there's a particular criteria for life. The criteria for life is there's three of them. It's the biological criteria for life. And that is that something, uh, whatever it is, metabolizes. That means it eats food or takes in some sort of uh, to energy that it's growing um, biologically or reproducing. And that also that it is um, reacting to stimuli and what's interesting is that the fetus in the womb has all those three criteria for life so you can't say it's not alive and by the way you can't abort something that's not alive that's not possible so abortion by its very term is to terminate something that is alive so scientifically we know it is alive and then some people will say yeah but it's not a baby yet they'll say it's not a human yet and uh, they'll say maybe it's a potential human but there's a law in science called the law of biogenesis. It was made by Louis Pasteur, and that law specifically states that all living organisms reproduce after their own kind. They they make themselves. So rabbits make rabbits, monkeys make monkeys, giraffes make giraffes, and people make people. So if you're going to say that little fetus in there isn't a human baby, then you have to ask yourself, well, what is it, right? It's not a tomato. It's not a cabbage, right? Thank the Lord that, you know, we don't, give birth to other things. I mean, well, who knows? Could be a watermelon I'm going to have. What are we having, dear, right? Boy, girl, or porcupine? Not a good situation, right? So glad that we reproduce after our own kind. 
uh, humans make humans. So it's alive, we know, and we know it's a human. And it's not a potential human. It's a human at a particular stage of development. You know, somebody will say, they'll say, yeah, um, but it's only a fetus. But it's, it's a fetus in the human stage. Think about it this way. If you have a butterfly, right, it start, starts out as a monarch caterpillar. Then it turns into a monarch um, chrysalis, right? When it's in the, ca- the, the, the uh, not catacomb, when it's in the, whatever, it's a chrysalis, <laughs> monarch chrysalis. And then it, and then cocoon, thank okay. you. <laughs> and then it, and then it turns into a butterfly. Now at no stage there does it cease to be a monarch, right? Now, sure, it's at different stages of development. It goes from caterpillar to chrysalis to butterfly, but it's always a monarch. And in the same way as a human, we are a fetus. We are a toddler. We are a teenager. We become an adult. We come, become a senior citizen, but we're always human. There's no change there. And so scientifically, logically, it makes completely complete sense that, hey, we shouldn't be killing a human being, even if they're in the womb, right? So, um, Heidi and uh, Heidi and Julie, I just want to thank you so much. <laughs> Sorry, Julie. <laughs> I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, it's a huge blessing having you here. And, you know, I know every uh, you guys do fundraisers every year, right? Is that correct? You do yes. fundraisers every year. Uh, when is your next fundraiser or, or when do you host those? Well, we have a golf tournament coming up in September. So any golfers out there, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, we do an annual fundraiser in April. That's our, our annual dinner. And then we also had a walk. We just had a walk last uh, week ago, weeks ago. Great. So that's now, now if somebody wants to golf in that tournament, how do they, uh, how do they sign up for that? They can start at friends, of, friends of org. Okay, great. And, um, now are you planning on opening any other centers in the near future or, uh, do you have, does CAPS have plans for that or? We do. We are looking at a third center. Um, we don't have an exact date yet. We're kind of walking slowly toward that, looking at areas. Um, we're trying to, uh, we're, we're really targeted at, around the college age. That just is the, the highest statistically to, to look at abortion, to okay, think about abortion, yeah. be in crisis um, with an unplanned pregnancy. So we are looking at different areas that have college-aged people that, in them. That is fantastic. Uh, so, uh, one more time, I just want to, um, encourage you, please go to caps, uh, friends of caps.org. You can also get more information caps online, uh, .org and, uh, get all the advice you need, visit their clinics. They have one in PB. They also have another one in the college area. And, uh, we will be talking with Ray comfort next Sunday And uh, I just really appreciate you being here and listening in to our show. My goal for you is to, through this show, trust the Bible more, love God more, love people more, and think deeply about the issues. Okay, God bless you. I hope you have a fantastic evening. Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, a regular feature on AM 1170, The Answer. Learn more about Kevin and his work online at his website, educateforlife.com. That's educateforlife.com. You'll find great resources, ideas, and even video classes there to help you grow and understand what in the world is happening. Encourage your friends to listen for great guests and intelligent analysis of the stories that shape our lives. Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, exclusively on AM 1170. The answer.
guilt and bring your shame bring your guilt and bring your pain don't you know that's not your name you will always be much more to me and every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right but that's all Educate for Life on AM 1170. The answer is sponsored by educateforlife.org.